0: Welcome to our podcast featuring Room 18, the podcast that lets you see into what's going on in our classroom.
1: My name is Ava. And my name is Eliza. And, and we are, are your guest hosts. hosts. This episode is under the mystery series, and it is titled... The Disappearing Act. One o nine p.m. A Navy Blue truck pulls up to Academy High,
0: a middle school in Clementine, Texas.
1: One twelve p.m. The truck stalls in the parking lot for a little bit until a man claiming to be Jonathan M., walks into the school. He asks for June Lewis. I'm here to pick up June Lewis. I'm her fourth cousin's best friend's cousin's brother. She has a doctor's appointment. He hands the secretary a handwritten note, signed Karen Lewis. All right, let me just call her classroom.
0: Oh, 1.20 PM. June walks down the hall with a confused look on her face. Her eyes fall on Jonathan. Who are you, she asks. I'm your uncleish, Jonathan. Didn't your mom tell you I was coming? Golly, I ain't seen you since you were three years old. <laughs> she, you were doing so tall. June, still looking confused, shrugs her shoulders and follows Jonathan into the
1: parking lot. 1.30 p.m. June gets in the car. Jonathan has her sit in the back seat where the windows are tinted.
0: 1 45 p.m. After 15 minutes in the car, they pass a sign that says, Welcome to Rockland Hill. Where are we going? June asks, her face full of fear. Just the doctor's, Jonathan replied evenly. This is not the way to the doctor's. No, it's not, is it? Must have taken the wrong turn, Jonathan trucks Then why are you still
1: going straight? No good place to turn around, Jonathan explains. 2 p.m. Jonathan pulls up to a gate with barbed wire lining the top. He presses an intercom and quietly whispers a password. The gates open and just as quickly close when the truck drives in. A large wooden house that looks as though it will cave in at any minute towers high in front of them. Get out of the car, Jonathan says. Why, this is not Dr. Cinnamon's office. Just get out of the car, Jonathan yells. Frightened, June gets out of the car, still holding her backpack close to her back. 2 of 5 p.m., June walks to the old
0: house, stepping on the creaky floorboards. It's well musty, and thick layers of dust covered all the furniture, giving it an feel. Your room is done, Hall. June, I thought we were going to the doctor's. Just go, he sputters. She walks to the end of the hall and begins to op- and opens a door. She sees the fi- outline of another person. Suddenly, Jonathan appears behind her and slams the door shut. It's that one. Jonathan points to the door at the end of the hall, right at the end of the hallway.
1: She walks into the room without saying anything. She places her backpack on one of the empty beds and sits down facing the wall. Suddenly, she whips her head around when she hears the door lock. 2.15 p.m., Jonathan stands in his room in front of a mirror. He grins creepily. The plan is working, he mutters, and takes off a wig, revealing a new identity.
0: 6.15 p.m., Jonathan comes in with a platter of cold food for June. Nine o'clock exactly.
1: Jonathan walks up to the door of June's room and yells, lights out. June's throat is dry from the lack of water. She checks her water bottle after discovering that it is empty. She searches the room for a sink. No sink. I have to get water, she thinks to herself. She eyes a paperclip sitting on the floor. She picks it up and walks towards the door, and finally, after a few minutes, she successfully picks the lock. She walks into a completely dark hallway, opening every door she finds. When she reaches the door she opened earlier, the one where she thought she saw a person, she hesitates before realizing it was her only option. Because Jonathan fell asleep on the couch downstairs, and she knew if she was... If she was caught, she would be in deep trouble. She opened the door slightly, holding her breath, and mutters a quick, Hello? No reply. She begins to close the door when someone from inside weakly pulls it back a little. A a little girl with a halo of gold curls stands in front of June. Her face wet with tears, she whispers, Come in, with a small voice. She walks inside a room lined with dolls and stuffed toys, and the girl sits in silence for a few minutes. When my mommy and daddy died, I moved here with my grandpa, Patrick. That's when I was four, but now I'm a big girl," she says, breaking the silence. "Patrick, but he—he he said his name was Jonathan," June says, confused. "And does he does that sometimes? He takes kids from schools." She pauses. "Well, this this used to be an orphanage, like an Annie. Grandpa runned it." But the kids hated it so much here that they always run away. I don't blame them. Mommy and Daddy always said he had a bad childhood, and he would take it out on the orphans, whatever that means.